Hey there, my name is Britton. I'm just a regular wife and mom like you, who also happens to be a clinical pharmacist and I work outside the home a few days a week. When motherhood happened, I discovered that the main thing saving my sanity was my morning quiet time and my morning workouts. I've made it my mission to help other mamas save their sanity too, where our mornings meet faith and fitness so you can have less frustrations, brighter days, and enjoy your life right now. Hey friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Morning Mom Show. Today we're going to talk about productivity, how is it different for different people, specifically us moms, and steps on what we can do to increase our productivity. And then I'm going to do something a little different and do a little recap on my first trimester of pregnancy. If you follow along on Instagram, you've probably heard by now that we have baby number four on the way. And if you haven't heard, well, now you know. All right, so productivity. Depending on the type of person you are, the background you come from, growing up, work history, current stage of life, you know, will determine how you feel about productivity and really how productive you actually are. The thing is, we all define being productive in our own terms. Someone in the corporate world might define being productive as crossing emails off their list, while someone who works with social media might define being productive as scrolling and doing research. A mom might define being productive as having laundry and dishes caught up in the day. All of these are valid definitions of being productive, right? If it fits into your own definition. But we all have those days and times when we feel like we could have been more productive. What can we do to improve ourselves? And I'm going to go over five tips for you so that you can personally feel more productive with your own schedule, however that applies to your life. All right, you ready? So if you're a note taker, grab your pen because here we go. Number one, this seems kind of, I mean, I've talked about doing this kind of stuff before, but number one is obviously write out your to-do list. And you can either do this the night before or doing or during your morning routine. Honestly, I always feel like I have things running through my head right as I hop into bed. So I make a list in the notes section of my phone. This way, if there is something I wanted to work on in my morning routine, I already have it planned. Don't you hate when you go to bed with a plan in mind and then you wake up and forget all about it? That's why I have to write it out. I know some people have a hard time with to-do lists because it makes them feel like they can never get it all done and that they fail the day. But how are you going to remember what you need to do if you don't write it down? Mom brain is real and once you have kids and a million things to do, remembering every detail about your schedule basically goes out the door. At least that is for me. You've got to change your mindset around a to-do list and think of it as your guide, not your chore chart. All right, on to number two. And number two is make your bed. Have you read the book or listened to the speech called Make Your Bed by William H. McRaven? It's a short little read, but it is so awesome. The concept is basically that when you make your bed in the morning, that's one thing you've already accomplished and finished for your day. It gives you a boost and a sense that you can do this. And since you've done this, as in made your bed, what else could you do for the day? I also love the feeling of walking into my room throughout the day and having it look more put together because my bed is made. You know the feeling and you know it makes you feel good. So that is another way that can help you feel productive. All right, on to number three, which is, you know, kind of obvious. We know we should do it, but how many of us actually do it? And it is to turn off our notifications. If you're trying to really work on something, 
How many times do you get interrupted? So this comes as a no-brainer when you really want to focus and concentrate, but is it something we actually do? For a mom, say you're waking up early to read your scriptures, if your phone is dinging you with notifications, are you actually focused and concentrating on what you're trying to study? For me, as I'm putting together these podcast episodes, I literally have to put my phone away and sit in a separate quiet room, as in without my children, to get a transcript written. If I get a text or notification when I'm trying to write, it takes my thought process down a side road and takes me a few minutes to get focused on my message again, making my time spent on the task that much longer. So if you have projects you're trying to accomplish or things that you're trying to do that actually take some focus, turn off your notifications. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's an hour, whatever you need, but I promise if you get rid of that phone, get rid of those reminders on your computer, you'll be a lot more productive. Okay, on to number four, which is to time block. Do you know what time blocking is? I started doing this in college and I would literally take out my planner and write down what I was studying for each hour, when I was going to eat, when I was going to nap, yes, I would schedule that in, and then when I was going to hang out with friends. I may have been a little OCD about this, but it helped me feel like I was in control. The same can be applied for our mom lives. What tasks do you need to do today? Okay, so what time of the day would be the best to fit those in, and what times are best for free time with the kids? So you can like schedule in what time you're gonna go to the park, what time you're gonna play intentionally with your kids, what time you want to fold the laundry just so that you're not all over the place all the time, kind of in chaos. So time blocking, which is basically like you are writing it out in your schedule as a block of time, almost as if it's a meeting with yourself to do this thing for yourself. And then on to number five, which is to know that whatever you did was enough. I talked about reframing your mindset when it comes to your to-do list. But remember, this is something that you are in control of. It's your list. You're not always in control of your time in your day. Things come up, things take longer than expected, kids get sick, you know, etc. But your it is your list and its deadlines are defined by you. So at the end of the day, you recognize that you did your best that you could for that day and that's it. Don't beat yourself up about it. Don't say you could have done better because if you actually could have done better, then you would have done better. So it's okay, it was enough. This is also where I'm going to throw you for a little curveball and say that being productive does not equal being better. Yes, it's nice to get things done, but we need and want to, but are you a better person because you got those things done? And we have those people that keep tacking on chores just to cross them off because it makes them feel better. But how busy are you? Is your busyness really productiveness? I'll admit that I am or was one of those people, and if I have a spare moment in my day to just sit down, it felt like I and had nothing to do. I felt like I was being a slacker, being lazy, and because I wasn't accomplishing anything, right? I was just sitting there in the middle of the day. This is something that I'm working on because I know it's meant, it is wrong, and we should have free time. We should have time to just be present and to be still and to relax. It's okay to have downtime. It's okay to have quiet time. And I had to learn this the hard way through a lot of self-talk during this current pregnancy that I'm going through. So this is baby number four. I've been slightly OCD, you know, Enneagram type three person for most of my life, right? So even in my past pregnancies, but since this last baby, 
So she's almost about to turn three. So for the past three years, I feel like that's when my coaching has started to develop and take off. And so any downtime that I have, it's been, you know, dedicated to building this little side hustle of mine. Um, so trimester one has hit me hard with this last pregnancy. And I found myself feeling, you know, blah, nauseous, exhausted, you know, day and night, which makes doing anything kind of miserable. Now, this isn't that different from my past pregnancies. I remember feeling like this before, but for some reason, we have a nice way of forgetting, you know, which is God's way of letting us know that we can have more kids. <laughs> Thanks a lot. But needless to say, I spent this past several months laying on the couch, watching TV, taking naps. And in the initial weeks, it was so hard. I was very hard on myself. What are you doing? You're doing nothing. You're lazy. You're stronger than this, blah, 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 with my negative self-talk. Then I remembered that I preach about having grace for yourself and honoring your seasons of life and having faith that you are where you are supposed to be at this time in your life. The world isn't going to fall apart in the few months that I need to lay on the couch and do nothing. I certainly have it better than a lot of women do in their pregnancies. So I'm really trying hard not to complain. I'm so grateful to even be pregnant. But if you're wondering what my days have been looking like, you know, a glimpse into my reality, I survive my days at work by eating constantly because eating helps keep the nausea down. I'm still able to wake up and do some form of a workout and I actually feel pretty good when I'm working out. I've moved more to weights and bar type of workouts as cardio is not that awesome right now. But after my workout and protein shake is about the time it all goes downhill and I don't feel so great. So I move to the couch. I take naps almost daily and by mid-afternoon I feel pretty gross from laying around that I force myself to take a walk with some fresh air but since I live in the mountains of Utah and it is still snow on the ground during my first trim trimester and below freezing my walks are about 10 minutes so then I try to make dinner although my husband has been awesome and has made his fair share of dinners these last couple of weeks and then I'm ready for bed by 7 8 o'clock I know it won't be like this forever and actually I'm transitioning into trimester two and even just this past week I have noticed that the nausea and blondness is lessening in the morning time so I know I can see a light at the end of the tunnel but I am working to have the best mindset that I can. So if you are someone like me who loves to feel productive and cross things off your list and get things done I'm giving you permission to change your mindset. Change the way you think and feel about productivity. Your productivity does not define you. It does not make you a better or a worse person. Take a moment or time each week to have free time to play, to relax, and don't beat yourself up about it. Remember, I said time block as one of the tips. Well, put some time block some time for yourself to just have nothing to do, to just relax, to just watch a show. If you're on the other end of the scale and not feeling productive ever, well, why is that? I listened to a podcast recently that talked about how we are all doing the best that we can for our mental and emotional and physical states that we are currently in. If you feel like you can't be productive, what else is going on in your life to lead you to feel that way? How can we change that aspect in order for you to move forward? If you can do better, then do better, little steps at a time. Take the five tips that we talked about and start there. So I'll recap. What are our five steps? 
Number one is to write out a to-do list, which is not a chore list, it's just to keep us on task, right? And then number two is to make your bed. Number three was to turn off your notifications when you need time to focus. Number four was to time block. And then number five was to know that whatever you did, it was enough. So I hope you found this helpful and I can't wait to chat with you next week. Make it a good one and I'll talk to you later. If you're loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated and subscribed and then shared it with a friend. Be sure to tag me in your morning routines and workouts at Britain Pack. And if you have a morning routine that you love that has blessed your life, I would love to hear about it. Now that's all the time we have for today, my friend. I'll talk to you later.